This episode of Harmonious Gentlemen is brought to you by Blind Man Brewing, makers of craft beer in central Alberta. Say hi to Hans when he delivers beer right to your doorstep. Harmonious Gentlemen. Okay, well, this is episode 23 of the Harmonious Gentlemen. And I guess if episodes were uh, an all-time great Chicago uh, Bulls basketball player, this would be Michael Jordan's episode. Would you what say... Scottie, what was Scottie Pippen's number? 33, maybe? Okay. All right. We'll get there. Are, are you arguing he's the greatest all-time that's what, I you were, that's what I thought you were going. I couldn't oh, figure out who you were going to talk about. You're right. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'm Chris. And I'm Tyler. And it's We're doing of, this in a weird way, if you haven't yeah. noticed. Um, maybe you're watching this on YouTube because we're trying to make a video version of it as well. Yeah. Oh, you I didn't realize that was part of the thing. I thought you were just recording it for your own use later, Ty. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. Uh, uh. <laughs> we are streaming our recording. So the quality, I mean, I'm a quality person when it comes to audio, so it's going to be not quite the same. But I think Mm -hmm. pretty good, though. I've never worn headphones for an episode, so I feel that adds a level of professionalism. Yeah. Chris, you look like you're hiding in a bunker somewhere, just the lighting. (laughs) I I don't know if I should turn this light off, but it is technically my my bunker. So how are you guys doing? We are one week into uh, working from home. Yeah. I haven't been working from home, but I hear other people are doing that. Right. Do you wish you could, Chris? Well, I've started bringing things home in case the government changes things completely amidst the COVID-19 crisis. I'm a little surprised that you already ha- you can be at work still. Yeah. Well, today, I guess Kenny announced our, pri- our premier that there was going to be um, only essential services. And I actually don't, don't know where uh, schools fit into the essential services oh. um, hierarchy. So maybe by Monday, I'm not allowed to go back. I don't know. I also heard public gatherings of 15 or, or less. That's the are prohibited. Category. You have to be in more than 15. So all of our listeners could still get together and hang out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, listen, they have a, have a podcast listening party. Do public yeah, gatherings, is, does that apply to the workplace? Oh, yeah, I like, think so. So then, yeah, you, there's more than 15 people going into our school every day. I think today there was 23. So we'd have to tell eight people to stay home. My parents were at Home Depot today. I'm really? not sure what they were getting, but there was um, they were letting f- only 50 people in the building at a time. Oh wow! So they wait, and that's a huge place, right? So, and they're done, and, and now they're closed, right? Like as of today, they're closed. Yeah, now. that's how I understand it. But wow. is a hardware store an essential service? I don't know. I don't know. How am I going to build my end of the world bunker? Well, you should have had it done already. I should have. Like mine. I have a. Shot. I think. I think some form of a hardware store would stay open. Yeah. yeah. You there would definitely be things you'd need. Well, I don't know. Walmart so, um, maybe gets to stay open. We we've had no uh, emails, but a lot of positive feedback on our last episode. Yeah. Our last episode uh, for listeners if you don't remember was the beginning of the COVID crisis in Alberta. Basically, yeah. We just gotten word that there was no more uh, kids at school. And we've been teaching from our homes for a week, Tyler and I, and it's been interesting, kind of fun sometimes, hey? Yeah, get to see my family more. 
Um, don't have to do the commute to Red Deer. Yeah. I don't have to wear pants. A lot <laughs> of perks. probably not wearing them now. <laughs> no. No. Well, actually, I've been wearing these sweatpants for about oh, seven days straight. But. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you're trying to prove if you're wearing jeans at home. <laughs> I actually did wear them one day just to kind of break the monotony. Yeah. Well, um, now that we're all introed up and I think everything's running smoothly, looking all good to me, uh, we're going to take a little break, see if that works, hmm. and start with our topic today. Actually, no, we're going to recommend some things first. Sure. Yeah. And uh, Chris, I'll give you the one that I know you're going to have because uh, I'll do something else. <laughs> no, no, I'm not going <laughs> to. I was thinking you were going to do it. I thought of something different. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm just going to pause here and we'll uh, see you back in a second. Sounds good. All right, so with uh, working at home, and I know not everybody's doing that, but people are probably a little more homebound, I would guess, and like gyms are closed and um, there's less opportunity to play sports. So my recommendation is a way to kind of stay active. Um, It's something I've been trying the last few days is just every hour on the hour, I do like 20 push-ups. Nice. So, um, I'm at home. I'm not like I'm working kind of by myself, so it's pretty easy just to, and I'm not wearing pants. So like, right. it's pretty easy just to drop and do 10 pushups drop or in. 20 pushups. And then the next day I did squats and then just mix. I up. love so, that idea because I was thinking, I heard of an NFL football player, his whole workout regime was a thousand pushups and a thousand sit-ups a day. And I thought, could I yeah. do a thousand pushups in a day? But if you're doing 20 on the hour like before breakfast till you go to bed or what? Well, kind of during the work day, like when I'm in my little office, it just kind of breaks it up. You probably get like 200 done. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be, you can, whatever you want to do. It could be five push ups every half hour, but the point is just do physical activity do throughout the day. Yeah. Right. You don't have to be as buff as Tyler. You can just do baby steps. Do, I, do I went up and down the stairs a couple of times today. Uh, good job changing diapers so like that was what i did um chris i'm going to recommend something but while i do could you just boost your gain just a little bit yeah absolutely thank you uh that's sweet my recommendation is a local business Hmm. i don't know if you guys are finding this but um i'm wanting to support some food local food businesses right now yeah doing some takeout in this time you can't go to restaurants so I recommend my current favorite takeout place in town. They're not a sponsor of the show at all, although I'll it take would be it. Sweet though, but uh, Papa Baldi's Pizza in Red Deer. Oh, never even heard of it. Yeah, they're in um, what's the neighborhood around the college there? West Park. West Park. Yeah. West Park. Yeah, there's like a little clinic kind of down there, and some stores, and a little. Yeah. Anyway, Papa Baldi's Pizza is so good. We had uh, yeah, I've had it a few times and got takeout tonight, and it was awesome. So. Hey, Chris, I know it's your turn, but I just want to throw in an extra um, recommendation because I had takeout yesterday from Toller's Bistro in Lacombe, and it was like the best burger I've had in my life. So that's just a really quick extra recommendation, Toller's Bistro. In your life? 
It was wow, so yeah, good. That's a big deal. Have you had a Beyond Meat Burger from A&W? <laughs> I have, actually. <laughs> Those do not count. Yeah, it doesn't change my mind. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, well, I'm going to recommend uh, a habit, but you're going to need some people at home for this to work. My son, who typically works at Lululemon, is currently not working, but is getting paid, has got into the habit of baking every day. And one thing that he he's kind of a snob, he bakes like fancy things. Um, but he's been using our bread maker to make buns. And so I've had like a fresh hot bun at like every meal. Oh, but man. I'm going to recommend bread makers. Like, you know, that was a trend in the late 90s, but it's back. Yeah. And you need to stock up on flour and yeast, which are kind of hard to find in places. But if you can get a handle on that, use your bread maker. Yeah, I'm lucky that Heidi does that uh, quite often. It's wonderful. The aroma. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably the... Second best part. I don't even need it. I just like what it smells like. The smell. <laughs> yeah. Just get Chris, a what's an example of the like fancy baking? Well, I don't know if um, macarons are even baking. I don't know exactly how you make those, but he makes that kind of stuff. And he has a tray for these little scallopy, fancy flat cookies. There's a name for them. I'm not sure what they're called. Hmm. Um, it's like it looks like a cookie tray, but with fancy shapes. And <laughs> and then he made some pumpkin loafy mm. muffin things everything are you just, are you just hoarding all of this like are you no gonna... no he only makes a dozen at a time because he doesn't oh, want to make like too much and he wants to do it every day and keep it fresh and that's so really cool. good so that's like breakfast yeah it's been breakfast <laughs> for the I, I don't know how you feel that like when i sit down in the morning with my coffee in front of my computer and like get ready to do some meetings and like it's a pretty sweet feeling do you, do you get that like at home working you know yeah and it's I'm saying goodbye to my kids quite a bit later than I would have otherwise. And I'm yeah. like, got a coffee in my hand and then I'm back down two hours later for another coffee and seeing them again. So if Chris wasn't cool. here, you'd be honest and say half an hour later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I have probably this last week, it's been the first time I've had like finished a coffee hot mm. in a long, a long number of years. It's definitely a different different kind of working. Like, yeah. Like, uh, I noticed that I'm just sitting and looking at a screen all day. Yeah. Like yeah. But, and then we decided to do it again tonight. That's yeah. right. Spend our well, Friday to be night. Fair, we didn't know the screens were going to be part of it. No. Yeah. All right. Cool. So we had uh, workout a million push-ups a day. I think so. Tyler said. Yeah. At least. Uh, at least. <laughs> An hour. <laughs> I mentioned Papa Baldi's Pizza and Red Deer. It's great pizza. And Chris mentioned uh, bread makers slash baking. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah. The caveat is I haven't done any of it myself. I just eat it. But <laughs> so I guess I'm recommending the eating of baking. I always do like the recap at the end of these things. Like, do our <laughs> listeners, like, it's like I'm a teacher. It's like, do our no, listeners no, need to be like, oh, Mr. Langridge is going to tell us what we learned today. And <laughs> I, I often forget what Tyler's are. So I'm glad you do it. <laughs> Tyler's is always something I don't want to do, but I know I probably should do. <laughs> you know? And yours is always a TV show that I don't think I have time to watch. <laughs> yeah, right. Or a book but seriously, that any of Tiger us King, though, right? Tiger <laughs> right. King, are we? Yeah, right after this. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, guys, cool. Well, I can't wait to talk about uh, our chosen topic tonight. So speaking of our chosen topic, let's go choose our topic. <laughs> Perfect. All right. We'll be right back.
so we just had uh, one of our famous in-between session discussions, uh, and we could not think of what to talk about. <laughs> we did not want to dwell on what's happening right now. We wanted something lighter, and there's just we have no joy in our lives, I guess. We couldn't think of anything. No. I'm just kidding. But instead, guys, can I pitch you a movie idea? Like, sure, that you want us to make? Like, if you're a movie producer, I want you to tell me right. honestly what you would say if I pitch this to you. Okay. Okay. Agreed. I had a really good friend in university, and him and I, um, it's a long story, but I was trying to prove to him that um, science degrees were harder to get than English degrees. Um, <laughs> he, was, he was getting a medieval studies degree, so I took a, I took a, <laughs> a course. It was a, a Roman Law, <laughs> Classical Studies 308, and I wanted to show him I could get a better grade than him as a science student. I didn't, by the way. Okay. Um, <laughs> But this is a roundabout way of saying that it was all about Roman law. And it was actually a really fun class. Um, like a lot of our laws are based on, in some ways, on ancient Roman laws. It was interesting. And a lot of the laws were, were pretty messed up. Um, and so we had this movie idea that we came up with. And uh, so here, here it is, okay? So what I want you to picture, first of all, there's a twist, okay? And the twist cannot be given away in the trailer. It cannot. That's the key to the whole movie. If the twist is in the trailer or you hear about it, it wrecks the entire concept. But okay? wait, are you are you telling us the trailer or you're going to tell us the twist? Oh, you're, you're getting the whole meal deal All right. because you showed up <laughs> yes. okay. and you're listening. And no one will ever make this movie anyway. Well, you don't know it's that. it's not a real movie. One it's of our real. listeners may be a producer. It's called Run From Rome, okay? okay. Run From Rome. <laughs> Run From Rome. Are you sold on the title, first of all? <laughs> the stupidest. Okay. <laughs> I forget what the law was. There was some law that, like, if you're found guilty, they're going to kill you or you're banished, basically. If yeah. you, you could literally run away. I've heard of if this. You could, if you could get away and, and, and they didn't catch you, you, you're okay. Just don't come back. So we thought, okay, that's a premise. But remember, guys, the key here is you don't know the twist. So it's a super you – know, like, think Gladiator, right? Think, yeah. like, dramatic. Think, like, you know, um, Howard Shore score, something like that, right? Um, Big pieces. Big set pieces. Oh, like, and we're talking production values, like money. You're sinking Off money. The charts. Okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it can star whoever you want. We always thought, um, and it doesn't really matter who's, who stars is who. I'll get to the point. So the story is this, this guy, um, he, he, he's this, it's all really dramatic and serious. This guy comes home and his wife's having an affair. Okay. And under some Roman law, he's allowed to kill. Right. I think he has to, if he kills the guy, he has to kill his wife too or something like that. Like it's super sexist and horrible, whatever the law was. But he refuses to, to kill his wife. Uh, he only kills the guy. Yeah, and he gets in trouble. And so now he has to go to these courts. And we always pictured Philip Banks from Fresh Prince as the judge. Yeah, but, yeah, oh yeah. But if, if, you're, it's, <laughs> but if you're doing it seriously, you wouldn't do that. No, like I didn't James know. Cromwell or something. Yeah. Do you like? Anyway, um... So he's in. So so the setup is pretty dramatic already. Like you're already invested in this character you're right now. Sort of Shawshankish in terms of he's just innocent. He didn't actually do anything wrong. Is the murder no. like the cold open? Like it, you get pretty quick to it. Yeah, you don't yeah. have a lot of time to mess around. But actually, you want a good, I would say, forty five minutes to build the, the the murder and then the, the trial. You want to build it up, and you really want to get people invested in this, like Steven Spielberg esque direction. You have to be buying into the reality of this movie. You know what I mean? Like you cannot yeah. see a, a loophole or a plot hole. But then what happens, and this is the best part, is the judge says, you know, you're you're gonna die um unless you know you can you can escape. And the guy goes, What do you mean? He's like, Well, you could always 
run from Rome. But, <laughs> but the, the key of the movie is that he needs to look at the camera like 45 minutes into a very serious movie. He needs to like stare break at the, the camera. fourth wall. Yeah. Yeah. And go like run from Rome. And the guy runs away and the judge pulls out like guns from his robe and oh, starts yeah. to shoot at him. So it's you know a modern I mean? day flick. You didn't and know now, that. You didn't know that, but it still takes place in this era. But now historical context means nothing anymore, but it had to be super accurate until this point. Otherwise the whole twist is wrecked. But now it's like, um, what's that Schwarzenegger? Is it running man? All these different yeah. guys are after him. Yeah. So he sends this fleet of Shockwave. like assassins oh, yeah. Yeah. and they all have names and they all have like costumes yeah. and they're chasing and him ways down. of killing you. Exactly. And he's yeah. got to run from Rome the whole time. And, uh, and there's explosions and there's, and there's all kinds of nonsense. And then, of course, it ends with him nuking the Coliseum for some reason. I forget why. So just to um, be clear, you <laughs> made this when you were in middle school? <laughs> this is the dumbest thing I've ever talked about in this podcast. And if you've checked out, I do not believe you at all. I expect no listens on this episode. <laughs> but the funny thing is, is like every detail is in my mind still. I remember everything. We talked way more detail than this, my, my friend Brad and I. So, um, but like at the him. time, were you like excited? Like this would be cool. Yes. Okay. I still, I still believe that'd be cool <laughs> for a studio to take that kind of a chance in a movie oh, like yeah. that. No that would be that amazing. Would be a but I mean, you can never keep it a secret. But I mean, like I would just love you. Like you're in a theater and you're in this gladiator movie, and all of a sudden the guns there. Like I want that moment. It's all for the moment. Yeah. yeah. Could uh, like Ashton Kutcher be the lead? Well, no, the judge. The, <laughs> maybe his uh his his dad bruce willis could be the judge no like it's <laughs> it's the balance between like you don't want the actor to give away the ultimate goal of the movie like it has to be like daniel day lewis or something like it has to have some gravitas but like in Otherwise, your eyes the ultimate goal is that just kidding we're in modern day but we're, we're not in modern day it's just like a quentin tarantino hyper realized version okay. of rome but until that point, you bought in because it was super accurate. Okay. Yeah. So you went it from like to be just period piece list. to WTF kind of. Yeah. 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 So give me $200, 300000000 million and I'll make it. Yeah. You could do but it But now that I'm giving it away in this podcast, <laughs> it's not going to happen. <laughs> and I'll well, actually it, add one quick thing to the end here is um, another friend of mine years later, I told him this idea very excitedly and he said that's – He's like, you know, that's been done before. And I was like, that hasn't been made. He's like, no, there's a movie where that sort of thing happens. And I don't know if you guys know the movie From Dusk Till Dawn. Yeah. It's basically, it's like an hour long, like gangster movie. And then like, suddenly you're being And then all of a sudden vampire. Yeah. Like it, it's over an hour into it when all of a sudden vampires start attacking and it becomes like a slasher vampire yeah, it movie. It is a Quentin Tarantino movie. It is. And he's in it too. Anyway. Huh. So I guess it's kind of already been done. I've heard rumors of a movie that has been greenlighted and maybe even part of it was filmed of an American battalion that ends up in Rome. Somehow they get transported back like a whole and they try to take over the whole Roman Empire with an armed, you know, I don't know, army terms, an armed battalion of like a Marine Corps kind of um, movie that ends up in ancient Rome. But that supposedly this movie has been. Oh. Green, either filmed Are you or serious? yeah i read a there was a thread on reddit a few years back that this was I like mean, the most exciting potential action movie in the works and it's kind of keep, keeps surfacing and never comes out well i certainly don't want any justification for why there's modern weaponry in that era that's not the goal 
the goal is that there's no okay. explanation. I wondered I if they had got a hold of your idea and maybe filmed it. Well, honestly, I'm I'm going to look into that. I'm a little concerned. Okay. I don't know what you'd even Google there, but I mean, Armin, American Army Battalion in Ancient Rome. Do that and you'll come up with something. Are you Okay. Yeah, I real. have an outline that we wrote for fun, like a like not a screenplay, but like an outline. I've got it still. It's terrible. Just like this whole story. <laughs> <laughs> this is what coronavirus um, quarantine has done to all of us. Guys, oh. we're going to end the segment, and you better have something to talk about after this because I'm done. Perfect. <laughs> Well, Graham, as you were talking about epic stories from your past, I was reminded of a recurring nightmare I used to have as a kid. <laughs> Probably <laughs> not that your story sounds like a recurring nightmare, but no. I maybe around age eight to 10, I had a dream. I would like, you know, memory is a weird thing, but I, I had it fairly regularly, like maybe once a week. Uh, the dream was basically that I was in an Italian restaurant and I don't even know how I knew it was an Italian restaurant because all the there was a lot of like drapery and curtains that were all thick, uh, purple and black. So it was a very dark setting. And there was a skeleton that was animated and not animated like a cartoon character, but could move and, could move. and walk around. A skeleton vampire that was chasing me through this um, restaurant. And basically, I knew I was going to get away and I wasn't really in fear for my life, but it, it was just always pursuing me. And I would hide behind these curtains and under tables and it would always end and there would be credits in my dream that would roll. Like as a kid, I remember watching, you know, the end of a movie and seeing credits. But in my dream, I would see these credits roll and I couldn't read anybody's names or didn't know what they were responsible for. But it always ended with credits rolling. I never got caught. I never got eaten. Nobody was badly harmed. I never watched scary movies as a kid, so I have no idea where this came from. But I probably had that dream dozens of times. Maybe wow. maybe maybe more. How old Do you me? still have it? I haven't had it. Like I know I can remember having it, but I haven't had it since I was probably 12. Wow. I'm a little scared thinking about it. So I don't yeah, know what's a scary you know, premise. I don't I don't really like put a lot of stock into dreams and I don't think I remember many of my dreams. I know I dream pretty vividly and I wake up and sort of forget what they were almost right away. But that yeah. one, just to have a dream more than once and to remember that you've dreamt that before is weird, but everybody's probably had that sort of, but this was like regularly. Harvey's like my, my four-year-olds talked about like a creepy hand opening the fridge for like two, the last year, at least like, I think he has a recurring dream and it sounds horrifying. That is weird. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, yeah, my, my brain just tells me that every night when I'm like, you have to talk about it. Yeah. It's uh creeps me out. Do you ever ask him questions about that? Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, for a while there, he was actually kind of scared of the fridge a little bit. Now he's kind of over it. Now he's more just talks yeah. about it lightheartedly, but he's quite a, aware of his dreams. I don't know if uh, your little kids are like that too, Ty. Yeah. Like they're not recurring. Like it's been different ones all the time, but. One recent one that one of my kids had was that there were going to be bad guys coming in through the window hmm. and like the window to his room is like right beside, right beside his bed. So he mm. was freaked out by that. Yeah. And then another one, my daughter had a dream the other night of spies flying around our house in like <laughs> helicopters or something. Hmm. I don't know where she got that idea from, but my, like my recurring dreams are always just 
like frustration, like, like I'm on my way to do something fun, but I never get yeah. there. Yeah. Like, and I'm pretty sure that's a common, everybody has those dreams, but that's yeah. the like only more thing annoying. I can think of. Your feet in sand or whatever, or you can't run well, fast enough. Or- like when I was in high school, I'd have this one a lot where it would be volleyball or some sport. And I'd be like putting on my equipment, my shoes or whatever. But then I'd realize I forgot something. So I'd have to go home and get it. And just all these, just things keep happening. And in my dream, I kind of know it's a dream, but it never gets to the fun part. Right. Like where you actually get to play a sport or something. It's just, yeah. I had a friend in college who was into like, what's it called? Like lucid dreaming? Is that what it's called? Yeah. Is that a real thing? Uh, he it's claimed to be able to go to, to have a nap and like he could do what he wanted in his dream. And he looked forward to his naps, he told me, because I can go do whatever I want. It's like, I'm going to go fly. Like That's that's pretty cool if it's... Yeah, I know. He tried so to show you, me how to do it. I, I never could figure it out. But Ty, you're a lucid dreamer? No, but I've like read about it and contemplated trying it, but never. Like, I think, I think it's pretty straightforward. Like, you just have to have a cue to tell yourself that you're dreaming or something right. like that. Does that sound right? Well, Does I've had dreams where I know I'm dreaming, but I don't feel like I'm in control of what's happening in my dream. I think that's the beginning of a lucid dream. Like you just learn to control that. So it's just inception. Totally. Oh man. Good movie. Yes. Um, he, my buddy also said it's like, like if you're in a deep sleep, it's tougher. Like for his naps, he can always do it like a lighter sleep. So isn't that just daydreaming kind of like I do that, I guess. <laughs> imagining like <laughs> i'm gonna go flying right now Super Bowl. yeah I just did it no maybe i was flying during graham's story about his movie that he was <laughs> thank you thank you yes <laughs> oh man again i apologize for that if it's if, if i didn't edit it out i don't know what i was thinking <laughs> no it's it's still there yeah harvey harvey mentioned the other day about a dream he's like why do i feel like i'm falling like, why yeah. does my brain make me feel like I'm falling? And I'm like, right, that's a good question. I, I have no idea. Maybe it's your balance as you wake up. Who knows? But maybe our listeners, right. one of our listeners might know, because I think there is an answer to that. Mm-hmm. Well, I think our listeners have fallen asleep by now. So they'll be able to help us out with this. <laughs> Hopefully they're lucidly listening. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys ever like fall asleep listening to podcasts? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I have. Mm-hmm. You feel like it gets into your dreams sometimes, or like the radio in the morning gets into your dreams. Yeah, I've had that. That's kind of a neat feeling, yeah. where you don't know what you know. Your alarm goes off and it's part of your dream, or your. Well, the best is where you wake up and you're really, really thankful that it was not real. Yeah. Oh boy, no kidding. Tell me about it, skeleton vampire. Hello. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I pictured Skeletor from He Man the whole time you told. Yeah, that now story. that I explain that, even the color pattern is similar. I, there might have been something to that. <laughs> okay. But you had a great He Man story in one of our first episodes. Yeah. Yeah. So look at our. Don't, don't tell it again. You got to go through our catalog and find it. Man, I miss He Man. Oh man, they're making it. They're redoing it. I think it's either a movie or a Netflix show. Yeah, my dad said I can't go. No, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so I told a nonsense movie story. Chris told a recurring nightmare, and Tyler, I guess we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, I'll think of something. Let's hit the jingle. (laughs) 
All right. So during our break, we were talking about or thinking about what the theme of this episode has been. And uh, it was uh, Chris said, if I haven't figured it out yet, then I haven't been paying attention. So I haven't really been paying attention, but um, we came with like maybe imagination or creativity or something like that. Yeah. That's um, so I was thinking back and that all the stories are from our past, our childhood, our youth. Um, back when we used to be imaginative and creative. Mm -hmm. Um, And I had this thing where I would lie to people quite a bit, but they would be like, no one would be harmed in the telling of the lie. And I wouldn't really get anything out of it other than just the joy of like tricking somebody. So an example would be, I would meet some neighborhood kids and tell them that I had an older brother I think named Chris, actually. That was like the name for my imaginary older brother. Perfect. And then they'd ask, where is he? And I'd say, oh, he lives in California, like the coolest place I could think of. He's like a surfer. And and then I wouldn't see those kids again. So it was like kind of a pointless thing. But like it's a little white lie. Who did it hurt? Yeah. But then I got into – I kind of got hooked on that, like these little white lies. And just the the high you get from like – Oh, they believe me. I, I'm getting away with it, kind of. So, um, another one I remember was on the school bus, and I guess I would have been in high school, still taking the bus for a couple of years. And there's some younger kids there who uh, wondered why I wasn't on the bus all the time because I, I some days I would drive or whatever or get a ride with somebody, and I would say the Edmonton Oilers called me up. That was another like common lie. And they'd be like, no. And I'd be like, no, go watch the highlights. I would just like go, go all in. And, and they'd be like, oh, I didn't. Then the next day they'd be like, I didn't see you in the highlights. I'd be like, well, I didn't really play very much. Like I'm not going to be in any of the highlights. So like, (laughs) but it's like common bluff. Yeah. You can. Right. Like on a bench. And then that was more through my like middle school, high school years. And then I kind of grew out of it, but the most, recent one I can think of would have been in university and uh, I joined where I played in a band with some friends and uh, they needed a drummer. So I just played drums. I had never really played before, but we just kind of threw this band together we played covers um, kind of indie rock bands that we liked. And uh, at one of the competitions we were in, there was a, a younger band like high school kids who played in some emo rock band all original songs, pretty good musicians, but they came in second to us. And <laughs> after the concert, they, they came and like, I, you know how memory is kind of fluid and it may not be a hundred percent accurate. Yeah. I think they asked us yeah. for like our autographs, <laughs> but like they were like a touring band and we we're like playing covers, but they didn't know they were covers because we're playing. We're like a generation ahead of them. We're older than them. Right. So, but I just played it off. I, I acted like we were a legit band. Um, <laughs> like Boy, talked about how oh, this really makes me feel, feel angry right now. <laughs> What's crazy <laughs> is Graham was one of those young musicians who asked for your autograph. I used to come in second in many battle of bands. <laughs> That's true. You just need to play more covers, I guess. <laughs> I guess so. Um, and uh, our band name was Count Rockula. That was a, well, that's that's good that's good. <laughs> also people should have known you weren't a real band at that point yeah 
Okay, so um, let me ask you a question. When you teach and a kid asks you a question you don't You're know right. the answer to. I was totally going to ask oh, yeah. And you question. make something up. Is it the same rush? Yeah, like when they're <laughs> believing you and they're, you're just like, you know they're they're eating it up. That's a good feeling. Yeah. Nice, yeah. yeah. But. <laughs> I don't I don't ever tell <laughs> lies to my students. I don't know why, why you ever would. No, I've, I've grown out of it. Yeah, that fit the theme. You caught on. Yeah. Yeah. Did you guys ever, like, am I alone in that, that when you're younger, you enjoy that rush? Oh, I think you you put, you push that boundary for sure. You see, you can get away with. Yeah. I don't remember specifically, like, just for, I'm sure I did. I'm sure I did. I don't specifically remember breaking the eighth commandment like that, but. (laughs) 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 Uh, That's funny. Not my comment, your story. (laughs) <laughs> yeah i feel like now like yeah now now like telling white lies like it's out of necessity when you're older <laughs> and it's usually to your kids <laughs> yeah usually it is right now i'm realizing my parents lied to me just as much as i lied to them huh. we're having a delicious papa baldi's pizza and harvey said dad does everyone die and i was like oh, most people die <laughs> Most he I doesn't listen to this him. podcast, does he? <laughs> no. I just want him not putting that together in his head because quite yet. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like as a as a parent, I get the same kind of joy out of kind of I wouldn't call them white lies though to my kids. It's more teasing. Like yeah. like where like, eventually I'm gonna reveal to them that this is just I'm messing with you. Like Calvin's dad in the comics. Right. Yeah. But when I was a kid, it was, I would never, there was no end to it. I had no intention of ever coming clean, but as like a parent or even as a teacher, like it's more, I enjoy like messing with people, but then my intention is to reveal, kind of push it as far as I can until it's so ridiculous that they know it's not real. Yeah, I was fine with my with my teaching from grade nine to grade twelve. My like, sort of more dry, sarcastic stuff. Like the grade nines would be like, "You're lying." It's like, well, no, it's kind of a joke. Like, I think I was teaching a young group of kids once, and I mentioned how they to to take measurements from the ocean. They drained the ocean once just to take their measurements. <laughs> <laughs> right. And it was a grade five or something, and they kind of looked at me, kind of like, "Wow, like how where'd they put it all?" and you know, at the end, I said I was just kidding, and one kid was like, "Well, you're lying to us, right?" And yeah, I yeah, did not try to not lie. Really but, a lie, but but as they get older, you always, you know, you can kind of you can let the sarcasm fly a little more. I find, yeah, yeah, it didn't drain the ocean, huh? But that would have made it easier. It would have been, yeah, <laughs> for uh, Magellan. No. Um, <laughs> should we uh, confess some things before we hit the sack here and call it a week? Yeah, yeah. I feel I'm like I just had a, an extended confession, but you really I did. Can, I can think of another one. How do you about. top? I've been lying my whole life. How do you top that? <laughs> There's nine other commandments. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll come right back. Well, it's that time of the night where we confess things to each other. My confession is um, was almost a recommendation because um, right now, number one on Netflix is the show Tiger King. 
murder mayhem and I forget what the other part of the tagline is, but search with an M as well. Mystery. Anyway, everybody's watching it. I don't need to explain it. But my confession has to do with the show Tiger King. So there's a character on the show. His name's Joe Exotic. And Joe Joe Exotic is many things. But one of the things he is is a country music singer. And I've seen now a few clips of a number of his songs. And this is the confession. I think he actually has a nice voice. (laughs) <laughs> like, <laughs> and I know this is not going to go over well with people, but his song "I Saw a Tiger," yeah, <laughs> and the tiger saw a man. Like, oh, it's got a good man. hook, and I was singing it. I noticed afterwards, you were. like it was in my head, and I thought, yeah, actually, yeah, his voice is kind of nice. You so you so have been singing my Sakatoa song, but you're singing "I Saw a Tiger." Is you can slam me for this because his voice is probably terrible. Do you think that's his real voice, Graham? No, I don't. I don't think it's real. Okay, actually, yeah, did you see I the didn't part? either. There's an episode where he's singing along to his own song in his truck with a tiger in the passenger seat. Yes, I saw that, and it doesn't sound like it's I, the same voice to me. So I couldn't quite tell, but it sounds pretty pro. Let's just say it sounds pretty processed. It sounds like there's a lot of filters right. and stuff in there. Whatever, sure, sure. do whatever he wants. It's all good. But yeah. yeah. Okay, so the catchy tunes of Tiger King. Not a recommendation. This is this is a total confession. It's embarrassing. Okay. But well, Chris, I I like them. Yeah. I know what I'm buying <laughs> You're getting his album. Yeah, he has an album. He has was it fourteen music videos too? Four or maybe sixteen. Sixteen? Man. Yeah. Okay. Ty has no idea, but he'll no. enjoy. I was just lucid no. dreaming again. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> My confession is um, we do a lot of Google Meets and uh, video conferencing and stuff. And uh, Tyler, good good friend Tyler, captain here, um, after our staff meeting today, um, he messaged me privately. He was like, hey, you don't look like you're paying attention at all <laughs> in my video stream. And uh, the reality was I, you know, I was still doing work a little bit back and forth in the background. I just have trouble letting that go sometimes. So he called me on it, which is pretty funny, but... My, my confession is that you guys probably do this too, but like, do you ever just like flip through people and like see if they look like they're paying attention? Like, I'll just go down the list and I'll click someone and they'll be like, oh, let's see what they're doing. Cause you can't see everyone all at once. So, like, I'll watch Mueller for a little bit, kind of see what he's up to. Like, it feels, <laughs> it sounds really creepy. I know it sounds really wrong, yeah. but sort of for the same reasons that Tyler was looking at me. <laughs> like I just, I'm just curious if they look like they're paying attention or if, if there's 50 people in this meeting, who's actually, yeah, right. I want to see their face and sometimes I'll walk around in the background and stuff. And anyway, I, I, my confession, it feels kind of weird that I do it. So I'm just going to confess that. So sorry, it's creepy, but that's yeah. not terrible. No, yeah. it should be a recommendation actually for those meetings. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it is fun. Uh-huh. I'm sure others do it too. There's no way people don't do it. I've been looking at you guys this whole time. Yeah, same. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, my recommend or not my recommendation, my confession is uh, I super glued my dentures together. Wow! Um, so like I've got to your a, actual teeth. No, so I've got a, a flipper. So yeah, I get flips out. Yeah, look at this in video. Goes back in, and. Uh, um, I had, I put it in my pocket when I'm eating, which is kind of gross too. I guess I take yeah. it in and out quite a bit, put it in my pocket. And then I was, um, changing out of my sweats, put on some other pants. Some and other then sweats. as I, as I, <laughs> as I took my sweats down, I stepped out, but then stepped onto my pocket and heard a crack. 
so I broke the tooth off of the of the the rest of it. You chip you chipped your tooth again. <laughs> yeah, lost it completely. And um, dentists and stuff aren't open right now. Right. So um, they all got I, sick uh, at the same conference, so they have to close. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. Yeah. No, but the uh, the doctor actually called. I left a message and said, "Does this constitute an emergency?" And he said, "No, but um, uh, I." You should use super glue. So I uh, carefully super glued it back together and it's been working for three days or so. But here's like maybe the, the real part of the confession is that um, my my wife was pretty like frustrated with me for breaking it, first of all. But then expensive. also she doesn't like it that like when I first lost my tooth that I took these pictures and like put them on Instagram and stuff. And like I... I kind of seek fame out of like these things that kind of annoy her. And now I'm totally doing it again. So, um, but what part, what part annoys her? The fact that you lost the tooth? Like, no, that, that I think it's cool kind of. Oh, right. And yeah. now I'm like telling stories about it and stuff. So <laughs> dang, man, I think it's cool. It's <laughs> I think you look better without it. Yeah. That's oh, cool. Man. Right there. That is so cool. <laughs> All right. Those are some quality confessions, you guys. Well, I would say this is a rousing success. I mean, um, yeah. We, like used we made something. Called, the website was called Zencaster, allowed us to do this, which is pretty cool. Yeah, thanks, and, Zencaster, for opening up your permissions. Yeah, it's been awesome. And uh, Google Meet for the video. We'll see if we get it on YouTube. And uh, yeah. we'll do it again sometime. This is fun. We'll have to give a shout out to Zencaster on our social media platforms, which are Harmony at Harmonious Gents on both Instagram and Twitter. And um, in terms of the mailbag this week, um, <laughs> you know, normally we ask for feedback, and it really is just feedback for feedback's sake. But you know, you can really help people right now. Give us some recommendations on what you can do uh, when you're inside. Give us some games ideas. We have a platform, people. We can share your ideas with the world. Or at least fifteen. The world or needs less. to hear your ideas. So let us know at harmoniousgentleman at gmail.com. You're being too humble. Oh, I don't want to talk about our real listenership. Oh. <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, if you're with us still, thank you for listening again. It was nice having you. Hey, is it true, Ty, that we have a new YouTube channel? Mm. Yes. Yeah. We have our previous episode currently on there. And then if this one um, makes it, it'll be up there <laughs> soon. <laughs> or now, if you're seeing it or hearing it, it's probably there now. So, and maybe we'll yeah. start putting up our old, I don't even know if like YouTube is where you put podcasts, but someone know. told me. Hey man, should, I know so. Joe Rogan does it, so we better do it too. Oh, nice. Yeah. Just click subscribe <laughs> down below, right? <laughs> It's over here, actually. And subscribe to Tyler and I's channels, too, that we teach with. We're making videos. Yeah, they're very good. I can uh, recommend those. Okay. We'll see you guys next time. Sounds good. Yeah. See ya. See ya. See ya.